Blog Talk Radio. Introduced us to both you and George. Right. 
That's correct, yeah. Oh, the three of us, uh, we were like the three musketeers, uh, Bill, George, and I. And then uh, with you and Leo, we became a unit. <laughs> uh, it was, it was really, uh, it, it is a wonderful uh, experience to honor the loved ones that we have and know that they still are and know that they truly are feeding us uh, information about the yep. other side or... Uh, if we're stuck on something, even for other listeners who maybe didn't know our loved ones as we knew them, our friends, uh, if they have a loved one on the other side and they're missing them, and even simple things like, oh, I can't find my car keys. And if you call upon spirit or loved one and ask them, help me find them, sure enough, those objects or that which is missing or where you need guidance, and that's just a general, very mundane thought, they will guide and show you what you need to know. Now, in the case of George and Billy, of course, we're asking about ascension and <laughs> and uh, all the things that have to do with spirit world because we're so close, they can guide and help us along that way as well. So very, very grateful am I to have such a friend as George and Billy and Lila, you and Leo. So it's, uh, it's a well, sadness in their but it's exciting. a blessing. We're, we're grateful, too, for the friendships that we have with the people that are still with us and with the people that have passed to the other side to guide us. It's a very special thing to know that there are people, loving people, waiting for you when it's your time. And that uh, I find great comfort in that, and I know you, you probably do, too. I don't want to speak for you, but I know you probably do, too, and I know Leo does. Yeah. And uh, some of us are fortunate enough to have experiences with our loved ones in spirit and those who do not have, have not had that opportunity. And uh, many times we could live in sorrow for our loved ones and yeah. our friends that are over. But with knowledge and knowing the truth of how our system works and the cosmos works and the, the laws knowing that they still are is a great relief. And as you said, Lila, knowing that you're going to uh, cross paths again with our loved ones, it doesn't matter what dimension they're at, they're not far from us at any moment. Our heart is only five fingers away, <laughs> and that's where they live. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased you brought that up about George and, and the anniversary and playing tribute because it's a wonderful time to do that. Yeah, you know, he passed away on the actually on the fifteenth, which is only three days from now. But um, I knew this was around the space of time. I mentioned it to you. I just felt it. I wasn't quite sure the date. Well, actually, you you said you told me uh, you had seen him. Um, yes, sitting in it. Yes, go ahead. Please share it. And I was very I was very happy because uh, we've been communicating for for some time ever since he's passed away, and I've had a tremendous number of uh, communications with George, as well as Bill. And, um, and, 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 uh, and we, um, you know, I, I, uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, that's why we're doing this program, uh, you and I, and, and, and trying to explain how it is to, to, to contact or to be able to, to uh, understand with the fourth and fifth dimensions and so on, the trans-dimensional um, uh, uh, existence is and travel 
And uh, I, it's been such an experience for me uh, for the last uh, several years that, uh, you know, because, well, actually, even since Billy passed away in 07, uh, because, you, you know, I remember you did a, in fact, we did it live on the air. Uh, we did a, an actual reading from Billy. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, we, it, it's been so amazing. Um, but it opened up a whole portal for me to, to experience that, that fourth dimensional experience. And uh, Lila as well, because you've done readings for her. And it just it just is an amazing an amazing um, uh, mind expanding uh, uh, experience that we you know that this whole show is trying to uh, uh, explain how it is that we do it and how how it is that it's done and uh, I think we've we've managed to um, you know cover some serious ground here in the last few few shows that we've done and of course tonight we'll doing some more. But uh, you know, Lila, Lila is saying good evening or good night. Yeah, I'll let you guys do your show, but I just wanted to mention that uh, I'm really pleased, Maria, that you and Leah are able to do this together. I know it means a lot to him, and to work with you is a special experience and for him. And this book, and this book that we've been, I've had envisioned this book for a number of years, and it's just a, a great thing to be able to do, to do it with you. So, um, I appreciate those thoughts, and thank you, Lila, for making a tribute to George. That's a, a wonderful thing, and it's so nice to talk to everyone again and be back on the show, and oh. uh, hopefully to, to educate and pass, pass what I know truth to be and my own understanding to your listeners, and it's always been a pleasure to work with uh, Leo. He's the one who gives me that little push to get back into the work, because uh, <laughs> I could become... I could become very comfortable and, and just knowing, and uh, Leo says, it's time to share it with the world, Maria. And what better people to share it with than, than your listeners and, and you, Lila, and Leo. It's just uh, always been wonderful, especially since my friends Billy and, and George passed through your mediumship, which is not only the, uh, the medium of the radio, but your own intuitive cosmic understanding. So, um, so much. Well, that's that's great. And Lila is. Uh, I'm. I have a few things that I need to take care of, so I'll be listening while you and go talk. Okay. So. <laughs> Thanks, Lila. I have a few beeps coming in. I'm on a landline. We'll just skip over them. So if you get a little blank, it's not me. I'm here. Okay. Well. Uh, hey, Lila. I, no, that's okay. She she just left, but uh, okay. she um, she's. Uh, um, listening. Um, what, I, what I wanted to say, today, well, tonight we will just uh, continue where we left off last week. But I, I think it's, um, I think we, we touched, uh, we touched a lot of ground. Um, and um, I wanted to ask you um, tonight how we, um, well, what, what okay. the, we, we talked about, we talked about. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, meditation. We talked about the concentration and how we 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 derived at the fourth dimensional level. But I wanted to ask you uh, more about your travels and your contacts over there, so that people understand. It, it's so difficult to 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 me to to try to explain 
what we've seen over there and what what we what we know intuitively but you your entire life have been wrapped up in 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 this uh, work and and how do you um how can you describe this to some to a novice or somebody that that is uh a skeptical of this you know and it may be listening tonight but going man these guys are out there these guys you know we, how do they talk to fourth dimensional levels and fifth dimensional and and uh, people that cross over? And, it's um, very uh, hard to find a language yeah. aside from you know visual language or numbers are the language of the universe as well. I remember last week I said visualization. I said is the language of the universe, which it is. But I neglected to to say that numbers are also a universal language, the binary system and all of that. But I as wonder, far as... Uh, that's sorry, fascinating. Could you expi- explain that more? Yeah, Ex- uh, uh, expand on that. Because uh, I know The you, idea of numbers? Yeah, because you you, but, you floored me the other day, um, you know, with, with the numbers that, you know, the numerology um, things that you that you told me and, and uh, that absolutely knocked me out. But... The numbers, uh, numbers are such an important aspect to to, to understanding uh, the cosmic uh, um, laws and cosmic uh, things. I, I maybe even I don't even know. I, I really can't um, uh, equate uh, the importance of that. Uh, maybe you can expand that on that tonight a little. Well, I think any anybody that's really looking into uh, the greater understanding of the cosmic laws, uh, the understanding of a trans-dimensional travel and all of this. I think a novice is someone who's just entering into the field or perhaps they thought about it and didn't know where to look, where to start. Many go with astrology. Uh, many go with numerology. Many go with meditation. If you could picture a buffet table, like an appetizer table, it's very wise to just taste a little bit of each discipline. And as far as numbers go, I think individuals should at least have an idea of what number rules them. Just like in astrology, what, what, uh, when you were born, where was the sun? You know, what house was the sun and what sign were you born in? Many people, especially in the 60s and 70s, uh, they communicated through, oh, I'm an Aries, well, I'm a Scorpio, and I'm this and I'm that. In fact, we even had songs about signs of Aquarius. So the awakening of individuals into these dimensions, a lot of it starts with astrology. But I do believe, I do believe, I believe is like a question mark. I know that once you have a grasp or uh, or an idea of what number rules you just in this lifetime. I can't go into past lives and things of that nature, but it will give you an idea of what your destiny is or what vibrations you have. It's almost like going into a gas station and saying, I want a map of Connecticut. So when you get the map of Connecticut, you also have the opportunity to get maps of New York and Long Island or Florida or whatever you want. So if you want to travel, like we talk about this interdimensional, and you want to uh, experience this, it's wise to check out other maps if you want to travel. You're not just going to travel in Connecticut, but you start there. You start with the the roads. 
Okay, what route? A route usually has a number on it. So I'm doing very mundane thoughts, very everyday practical experiences that actually brings the current, the, the current of energy or the connection to the energy of that which you are seeking. Remember, these laws don't really care what you think. If you're on, I'm on Long Island, so if you're on the Long Island Expressway, it doesn't care what kind of car you're driving. It's up to you to choose the vehicle to get you to that distance or to get you to your, your desired results or your exit or whatever you want to call it. So when you're speaking about numbers, it's a good idea to not limit your experience for uh, studying or testing into these different realms. So uh, the idea of numerology, uh, again, very mundane level. We can get into binary systems, Bible codes, all those different things. But I don't want to go too far away from what our uh, our talk is tonight. No, no, so, I me mean, neither. But but I think it was it was significant because um, all of the things we've talked about and all the things you're, you're so you're so experienced in. Um, are, seems to, are all relevant to, to in, in some way to understanding the uh, multiple dimensional aspects of things. I think I just lost you, Maria. Yeah, I just lost Maria. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to recall her. Huh. Oh, I lost her. Hold on, folks. I'm sorry that uh, we somehow we just disconnected. Why exactly? But here we go. I will call her back. I'm sorry about that, Leo. I hit the. I, I have you. Yeah. Then I I hit the uh, the. Yeah. yeah that's that's, okay. Sorry about that's that. Right. No, that's fine. So, uh, but anyway, I. The reason the the reason I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about numerology only was because it it, it, it fascinated me uh, years and years ago, and I and my my number was came out to be uh, eleven, okay, when I, when I did my name and whatever it was, you know, based on my name or something like that, and uh, it, it, it it knocked me out because uh, the, the eleven was so was a significant number. And it, and it, I have eleven I, and three, just like you. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, amazing. It, it led me into learning more about numbers and learning more about my myself, and and uh, because when when you when you when something like that, uh, what can I say? When 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 something you learn strikes you, it strikes a nerve. It strikes a uh, uh, an internal. Uh, Cord that that it's uh, traction, yeah, it it's traction. Like, yeah, it, but it's like an eternal cord. It's almost like it goes not only through you, but but it just interrupts your whole um, thought process and goes through not only this life but the life, next life and the next life. It just seems to have a, some kind of an infinite um, charge of electrical charge that that wakes you up and it says, "What? Well, well, why? Why is this amazing to me?" You know. What is this saying to me? And then, and then, when you when you reach that moment, that that moment of um, inspiration or that moment of clarity, it suddenly, it, it then you, then it pushes you further into researching your your yourself 
and finding yourself further. And what I wanted to ask you tonight, because I, I, I uh, to me, probably the, the the way that I've found anything or anything to do with with extra dimensional travel was because I've searched so far into my own self, you know, uh, past life regressions, uh, you know, um, just uh, psychic, um, you know. Uh, the word is seek because seeking. you were seeking. Yeah. But but from from all of that, I it just kind of elevated me to higher and higher and higher levels until I uh, until until I. Uh, met people that uh, you know, like yourself and George and Billy, and and everything that, that seemed to have already reached those levels and brought me more information, and then clarified things for me, and then and then I, you know, things I read and philosophers and mystics and so on, over the years just just seemed to um, bring me to a level, a heightened level of awareness that I, so to that point where. We can actually discuss this on the radio and try to uh, teach it to other people. And it's still difficult for me to 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 describe it uh, exactly. But um, but you you've done an excellent job doing that. And and uh, I want to give you more rain, <laughs> you know, to uh, to so that you can you can describe how um, we can uh, connect to ourselves and then. To the higher vibration, the higher level, the higher dimension, and uh, uh, you're an expert at it, and uh, maybe you can uh, explain that a little better than I did. Well, you know, when you're talking about the numerology, I appreciate all the acclimates. Uh, when when you're attracted to a particular study or discipline, or just seeking to know. Uh, as far as numerology is concerned, you only go from one to nine because when you get to the ten, the one and the zero, it's starting all over again. The zero is only a placeholder. So anybody that has nines, that, that, that their life path is a nine, that's a sum total of everything that they've been before. But when, mm. when you do uh, numerology, if one chooses to do that, uh, it's kind of the Safe method, uh, what I mean by safe method, uh, you don't have to be a devout anything. Uh, it's mm. not, it has to be uh, uh, a religion. It doesn't have to be your understanding of uh, anything uh, greater or someone's trying to convert you into a particular discipline. Use numerology, use astrology, use a psychic, use a medium. What really needs to be used with everybody, this is everybody, is that there's a unity. Just know that there is a source, and through this source, there are many different disciplines, just like the maps I spoke of earlier. So uh, for someone to tap into uh, the beginning stages uh, numerology would be an excellent source to discover one's own connection to who or what they believe themselves to be. So a believer or a skeptic, both of them can, can have enlightenment with numerology. You know, cause it's just there. It's a science. I, I found it to be that way when I when I first discovered it and at first underst- uh, did, did did my original research with it. It just excited me. 
because there was some level there that that there was some truth or some um i don't know some mystery that that just seemed to unfold with with that and i and i and and it and it, and it, and it led me to to other you know searching further but um oh, there's no question numerology was a was a was a major um eye opener you know or a portal to expanding my uh consciousness you know and as well as astrology and billy billy i have to say as a cosmobiologist he he opened my mind to to the uh um to the uh far reaches of of astrology as well you know and what it could do and how it, how you could predict um you know things uh to um uh, as well as well, right yeah yeah it's just amazing yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, a man who understands the unity of everything, that mm. brings the diversity into the fundamental laws. There's a fundamental law that exists everywhere. People can mm. see it in religion, and people who are not religious can still see it. Cause and effect. You can go to the science of how things and how energies vibrate. And uh, that's something I did want to talk about were the currents. You know, we have all different currents. And I'm using the word current just like if you could picture a hurricane and it, if it was a cat five, that's very, very destructive. So when someone gets extremely angry or explosive in their thought process and is very hateful toward things or just plain negative, that would be like a cat five hurricane, a whirlwind of destruction. That would be mm. your negative self. But if you're out in, in the beautiful breeze and, let's say, uh, in the summertime, you could say Hawaii, you could say your own beaches. We have beautiful beaches here on Long Island. But to sit and then feel the warm, soothing uh, uh, current of the air that, that cools you, that would be more of a medium type of energy. Now, if you right. want to deal with your visualization, the best way would be to calm all the winds all the breezes, all the currents, and try to what I call still the thought process or still the mind. And someone's going to say, well, my mind is always busy. I'm always thinking of this. I'm always thinking of how do I still my mind. So in, in talking about how do we prepare, and you're asking me, how do I describe the other side? How do I describe this energy, this ascension, and things of that nature? Well, one of the ways to still the mind or to visualize these currents, and in cosmic terminology, we actually call them waves. In fact, they have new televisions now. They call it wave technology. I said, wow, they're catching up to us. <laughs> the, the industry of uh, uh, the electronics now, or beyond right. electronics. But as far as um, these waves of energy, if one would just attempt... And I use the word attempt because it's not easy to master, uh, just to really sit still. And the idea of what I spoke of uh, last week was becoming familiar with the mind, invite the mind into the body, invite the mind to see the heart. And uh, many might have said, gee, you know, I, I don't know what she's talking about. I, I didn't get anything. I knocked on my heart. Nobody answered. You don't, you know, everybody's going to have a different experience with this. Right. But a, right. a way... One way, we talked about becoming familiar with the, the mind, but one way to think of it is 
many should be familiar with uh, chakras. You know, we have several different chakras in our body. So I'm right. going to go right to the crown chakra. Would, and if those of you who are not familiar with it, just kind of picture a circle or a flower or something of that nature about six inches above the top of your head. Now, in the cosmic work and the ancient works, what they call this area, it's actually called the well. Now, people are familiar with chakras because it's Eastern philosophy. Now, if you could visualize an arrow pointing down, you'd have that V on the bottom of the arrow, and then there would be like a point, a long line on top of that. But if you visualize this V in cosmic terminology, they call this the well. And in, in religious terminology, or let's say uh, Eastern philosophies, it, aside from being called the chakra, it's also called a chalice in many religions. So this is the chalice. This is the well. So if you sat quietly and closed your eyes and visualize a great V sitting on top of the chakra, on top of your head, and then visualize instead of a long line connecting to that arrow or that well or that chalice, visualize a needle uh, hanging on the end of a fishing line. So when we're talking about waves and currents and energies and vibrations, this is where we catch the cosmic energies. Just like a seismograph that's going to say how strong, now that's an earthquake, but just like uh, technology that will tell us how strong this hurricane is going to be, when we still our thoughts, visualize this V sitting on top to capture, to capture the waves and the vibrations of the higher thoughts. Now, what do I mean by that? It's the precipitation of everything above us coming down like, rain or mist or things of that nature. Now, this needle is hanging on this fishing line, and here you have this V. Now, when you're very agitated, the needle swings back and forth and back and forth, and it gets very, it's chaotic. It gets very congested and chaotic. Now, with this crown chakra, if you visualize this needle being very, very still, and the stiller it is, and it's pointed with the V going into actually the penile gland. It, it lands in the center of the brain between the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere. And this penile gland is as tiny as a mustard seed. It's a tiny little thing. But its job is to collect and give nurturement, mental, physical, spiritual, cosmic, and beyond, feeding into the body. So as we sit quietly, attempt that, visualize this, and try to calm this needle going back and forth and back and forth. That's other people, outside environments, which we had called barriers in a previous show, that anything on the outside that distracts us could shake us away from this journey, this inner journey. But in the results of being still, and visualizing this well and that needle magnetically now connecting to the octaves and the waves of the cosmic energies. People say, well, what do they look like? I don't know, can yeah. we see the waves that come through the air through our television? No. It just depends upon your understanding that it exists, that it can be attracted to you. What happens is the atoms spin faster. The faster the atoms spin, 
the higher the vibration and the less negativity comes to you. Now, when I say atoms spin faster, how does that build your clairvoyance? How does that help you get in? How do you really know if you're doing it correctly? There's no right or wrong. It's experience and discovery, especially when you're seeking the highest and the best, which we spoke of on the other shows, to allow this energy to come in. This is where your acceleration comes in. I, to, I just wanted to, to uh, uh, state that um, back about four years ago, when I when I when I was um, uh, extremely ill, uh, George had brought me this remarkable book, and it was called The Wheel of Life, and he brought it to me, and I read it. It was all about chakras and the energy and how to and and how to heal. You know, self. It's a self-healing uh, uh, process. And you can and and it, and it and it explained to me and I was reading it while I was in the hospital. I was reading it. I went and I, and I understood the diagram that it that it presented and how you direct you 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 call in the energy. You have Kundalini actually your um, uh, energy that goes through the chakras, but you can actually uh, direct the energy to whatever chakra that uh, area of your body. That is is is, uh, is 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 blocked or is, it needs healing, and oddly enough, what, exactly what you were saying, the chakras, you know, are, are, are this energy. Uh, when I was able to, when I, once I understood the, the process, I was able to sub to, and it stated how to subconsciously cor- um, demand, uh, well, subconsciously direct your this energy to the areas that the area that needs healing and you will heal all right you command and it you the word is exactly, you exactly. have to command and it was and the thing that happened to me was as as i started to 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 um, practice this meditation while well, in the hospital i i did and i and i was listening and i was i was practicing it and and, and suddenly and I subconsciously, it said to, to, to put it into your subconscious and direct that energy and it will heal you. Well, you know, I, I did that, Maria, and the, the, my surgeon said, we, we don't, we, this is amazing. This is amazing. You're, you're miraculously healing, you know. Uh, we, never, we didn't think this, you know, we've never seen this before, all right. And within a, few mo- within a matter of a few months, I was, like, completely healed of, of this, nightmare thing that I had and they 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 just discharged me and they said well this this is miraculous be be thank god or whatever the sources are whatever you did or whatever is going on you know kept you alive and healed you completely you know and I went oh god I was like you know amazed but it was through that medium yeah medium yeah that that I was able to uh you know allow myself to, to not only to know it, but to call upon it and then to direct it and to keep directing it, even though I wasn't consciously directing it, I subconsciously, you know, uh, uh, controlled it. And I, and I demanded that it, that it keep, uh, you know, that this energy be called down upon the area that, 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 that was so affected. And, and, and it healed. But what you were saying is exactly right. But not only in, in the self-healing process, but 
what it did is allowed me to open my whole mind and body to another higher dimension. I was like totally, I mean, uh, I was told that, uh, well, you, in fact, I remember you had mentioned it when I did a reading, that these people were, were that, uh, you know, I was fading in and out of fourth dimension constantly, you know, over, passing over, you know, uh, and, and these people were, or these spirits were still, were watching me, watching over me, but... I, I I said this. That's amazing because that's exactly what I felt when during that period. Um, but I was able to uh, I was able to to, to get uh, an amazing healing, and that was through I don't know through through uh, my pulling down of this of this cosmic energy. I guess that uh, it's capturing the energy. You're not even pulling it down. This energy is a precipitation from all the higher realms. And a precipitation is just like when uh, our atmosphere gets all cloudy because all the, the heat evaporated the water, and we know the cycle of weather it goes up into the rain, and then it fills the cloud. I mean, it goes up into the clouds, and then the clouds let it loose, and the precipitation of rain we can measure. It's basically the same thing: as above, so below. So what precipitates what you're capturing, you're not pulling it down, you're actually capturing your well, the chakra, the higher mind, your being, was ready to receive that precipitation. It's always there. We Sometimes we just don't know how to capture it or, let's say, use it, actually use it. I'd like to share a quick story with you while you're talking about healing. And uh, this is a story that involved my daughter at the time. She was uh, six years old. And I had had um, an accident and uh, broke my uh, my leg. And I had a cast way up to my thigh. So the leg had to stay straight and I was in bed. Now I had all these individuals came to heal me, everything from ointments and this and that. And one individual came and said, Maria, oh, I have this music and it brings color. These are octaves for color for healing. And I would love for you to listen to it. It will help your bones, your bone heal faster. I broke it in three places. So I said, oh, thank you so much. And at that time, going way back, we had Walkmans. (laughs) So I had this tape. It was in a Walkman. And I was listening to it. I had it on the headphones. I had it on my ears. And then Brilliantly, I said, you know what? I'm going to take the headphones off my ears. I'm going to put it right on the cast where the surgery for that broken bone was. And I figured, let the sound go right in through the cast, right into the bone, and it should heal quicker. Well, just then, you know, I have the headphones on the cast. My six-year-old walks into my room, and she's looking at me. She says, Mommy, what are you doing? So I proceed to explain to her very intelligently, oh, these sounds are going to heal my bone. And she looked at me, she goes, silly mommy, if you hear it, it knows what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Throw me out of the water. (laughs) The energy actually knows what to do. All we can do is welcome it. You know, but if your ears hear, it knows what to do. That's what she said to me. And I just, uh, here was out of the mouth of a six-year-old, and I yeah. quickly took phones off my cast that looked ridiculous and put them back on my ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, These are true know, stories. I mean, you can't make I, this yeah. stuff up. Yeah. When you hear that, here's a yeah, she, the she enlightened me. I said, 
The energy already knows. The body already knows. And uh, when we're working on this journey of trans-dimensional, interdimensional uh, experience of evolving, what it all is about is acceleration. It comes in waves when we perceive it, and we don't even have to know it exists, but knowing that it exists just enhances the aspect. If you see an atom, I was saying about atoms spinning faster, kind of right. visualize a ceiling fan just a, or a regular fan. When the ceiling fan is not spinning, you can see all the blades. Rather simply, this is a very low, there's atoms and molecules moving in there because it's in a physical form, but you're not, nothing is happening. It's not spinning. Right. Well, if you turn different speeds on this ceiling fan, slow, you know, you may still see the blades a little faster. Well, you're catching some of them. When you put it on high, you see right through the blades. The blades aren't even in the way. You can actually see the ceiling. Whatever, you know, the fan seems yeah, clear. Same thing happens when we put attention and speed up or accelerate the thought process. And in doing that, we're capturing the cosmic waves that go into the penile gland. And when we receive them, the uh, w when we do this, what we want to do when, when we're vibrating at a higher vibrational rate, we want to right. take the highest seeds, or let's say thoughts. I, see, I use seeds, thoughts, and fire, sparks, uh, basically synonymous. They basically mean all the same thing. So when this acceleration is happening and you're visualizing yourself very still and welcoming, welcoming, have your cup, your coffee cup not upside down under the water, hold it right side up. If it's upside down, you're never going to get that thirst filled. But hold it right side up, that acceleration. Now you want to cast all your best thoughts into it, the highest and the best. Because energy follows thought. We spoke about that last week. But think of seeds. Think of your thoughts now as seeds on fire. Could you imagine just a regular seed that we embed, we embedded into the earth, that it strives to turn into a beautiful flower? Just a seed. Could you imagine what we have inside of us, our, our spirit seed, for lack of a better word? So you want to spread as many of these seeds as possible about yourself, others, things of that nature. Know that thoughts are seeds. Know that oh, they thoughts are, are they, they really are, yeah. And, Fires and, of life. Yes. Oh, they are. They are. And, and you know, I can't um, express that more than, than what we're trying to do here tonight. But, you know, <laughs> thoughts are seeds, you know, and, and somebody will hear what we're saying and 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 will be lifted by that, you know, and say, "Wow, can that can we really do that, or can that really happen?" And it'll take them to another dimension. It'll take them to a to on their own journey, and 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 maybe trip that wire, and they'll you know open up that portal that you know to 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 that higher dimension. And I, I and oh, I you know you had mentioned earlier that, that a little while ago that about the music. And you know, I found back in the seventies, I was able to. Uh, they, there was a lot of this. Um, um, I call it, I guess, transcendental music, but it was. It, it was basically. Uh, yeah, these philosophies uh, penetrated. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and, and it was wonderful stuff, and and it was very experimental, but but it was very. Um, oh, you know, 
uh, uh, spacey stuff, you know, not not like sci-fi music or anything, but it was it was meditative music. It was designed to meditate with, and I could remember I remember picking up several tapes. This is back when everything was on a tape, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, and putting it in my tape player and listening to it, and laying on the couch because it, it instructed you to to lay down and 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 listen to this until it brought you into this uh, beta stage, you know, the the, the stage of um, near sleep, you know, not near sleep, but between, you know, the dream state, you know, and and I found I like that, you. you know, I found that this stuff was that this music was so powerful that I actually was able to 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 uh, leave my body with it. I was like stunned. I was like, wow, this stuff is making me. I'm I'm leaving here. I mean, I, it's just like it put me in this higher higher dimensional, and that was the first. Ex- well, aside from from you know experimenting with masculine or other, or other uh, uh, drugs, but this was just the first time that I, I actually was able to do it just through music. You know, try to have a this transcending um, experience. That would change that vibration that we spoke about yeah. the waves. Now the wave. it actually. You actually don't leave your body. Your body is still there, but think of that fan again. It spins so fast that yeah. your consciousness and you could say your astral body or your yeah. etheric body, these are other names for the same thing, actually right. rises above the physical body, and therefore you're on an acceleration in a different dimension. And, yes, yeah. music could do it. Drugs could do it. Any type of hallucinogenic uh, experience yeah, of all the. Yeah. I'm okay. not saying to drugs or anything like that, but there uh-huh. are many ways to to accelerate the consciousness. Yes, and I found <laughs> I found that that this this particular music was was amazingly powerful, and and the other thing that that was powerful was the uh, was it just just meditation just the meditation that you know that that. Uh, I found because drugs can be unruly. You don't know where they're going. You know what I mean, and they can take you there, but you don't know how long it's going to last. You, you, it's difficult to control the 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 uh, the high, you know, or the or or that trip. But when you do it through um, uh, 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 a, a sober experience, all right, mm-hmm. you can turn it off, turn it on, bring it, you know, control it, control your travel. Uh, even and then bring yourself back at the, at the same time. And the more I experimented with that over the many many years, uh, the more I found myself to be, um, you know, more. Um, how can I say? Um, certain things were able to open doors for me, or open portals where I could I could actually um, get through them. You know, mentally, of course, you know, through them. And uh, yeah. you know, even to this day, I, I'm able to open these doors. That uh, that only because of of my um, years of practice, you know, and knowing just like yourself, knowing where they are, all right. Knowing, know, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean knowing to where they are, you know, <laughs> and, and knowing how to get there. Um, I think I think about a, uh, a couple of years ago. I, I I was amazed because I wrote this. I wrote about this um, um, uh, experience I had, where it was a dream that I that I had. Where I was, I was at this door, and uh, it wouldn't open. I was in this hallway, and the door wouldn't open. And I, no matter what I did, it wouldn't open up. 
And then what I did is then I then I I found I saw myself um, uh, laying down and uh, laying next to the door, and you know falling asleep. And as I as I did, the door opened and there was nothing there. There was nothing there. All right. It was just vague void, a big void. And then and then when I came back, uh, when I when I woke, the door closed. And then I was able to I realized that <laughs> everything it was it was such a, a, a strange uh, thing because. I realized that, uh, in fact, I think it was the door to everything or something like that I named it, because I realized that I was everything. I was everything. That All you know, that there is, correct. All that there is, because I was what I was seeing was in my mind, all right? That's what this, that's what this dream was telling me. And when I went to the door, I couldn't open it until... I, you know, and then and then when I when I kind of fell, I I, I kind of laid down in frustration, and this kind of passed, uh, faded, you know, just kind of fell asleep, and came, had this this ex- out of body experience in my dream. <laughs> that was weird, but then the door opened, okay, and I realized, and I stood there, and there was absolutely nothing there, all right. It was void. It was empty. And then, and then I, I was totally, totally like confused. And then I went back. Then I, then I, 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 I realized that I was everything. I created everything in my reality. And it almost appeared as if it was elusive, but it wasn't. That oh. experience that you had, but the the whole thing behind this experience, Leo, is that you took action. People ah. can listen everything that we're talking about. And you said earlier, oh, somebody's going to say this and they're going to have this experience. They're going to hear us. That may not be so unless there's action, without any action. Oh, yeah. That's the touchstone. Yeah. Oh, action yeah. is the mobility, whether it's in your thought or or uh, or in, uh, in physicality. Action, the whole idea of... Uh, attracting to you. Now, the fourth quality, it's a quality of different types of action. The fourth quality of action is elusiveness. So every time you think you get close and you feel that it's elusive and you don't feel like you're doing it, try to sense what the lesson is or what the understanding is. You got it. You got it. I am all that there is. That's what you got out of that. And because it was void, it wasn't really void. It was the, the canvas you to take those thought processes, it was all that's, stillness, nothing to disturb exactly you. That's was, and, and, that, and it totally floored me, because when I when I when I realized that I was the, um, I was everything. Okay, mm-hmm. it just it just was like wow. The the whole God concept came about. The whole universe, the whole everything. You know, because it made me realize how how limited I had been. To thinking that this door was going to lead to everything, you know, this door would was this door that wouldn't open, and why wasn't it opening, you know? And I realized I realized that it wasn't opening because I, you know, I didn't understand that I could open it. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know what really why exactly, but once 
I realized that I was, um, it could open, you know, all I had to do was think about it, and it would open, you know, say, open this door. It did, it did. and then beyond that was just a void, a big black void. And, and until, until I stood there and created whatever it was that I wanted to, to, to see. And then I realized, God almighty, I, I'm everything. I create everything. Everything around me, every everything about me is I'm creating as I'm going here. And it's like you said, it's action, it's it's thought, it's it's uh you know, manifest And the vibration and the quality of that thought. Like yeah, what degree yeah. of a hurricane is it? What degree yeah, or, or whatever it is. If it's I'm a just, flower you want to see or if it's a a hurricane, right. you want to say, you know, it's like it's there and you're creating your mind. I started you know? smiling when you said the door because what I'm thinking of, open sesame, you know, and that's yes. magical. And it the is. command, right. it has to do with the command of spirit, which we spoke about last week, too, was the controlling factor. Because we talked about barriers. So you actually thought that you couldn't open this door because there was some type of barrier what was right. the barrier was your thought process and the uncertainty. Was the right, uncertainty of why isn't it opening? It became elusive to you. And once it just opened, you put the action forward, that cosmic, that barrier dissipated. Man, now there's invisible worlds all over the place. We can't really see them. Oh, but if it, exactly. I'm and sorry, go ahead. It wasn't until, my, until I fell... I, I, you know, it was, it was, it was the, the, I, I wrote this out because it was so bizarre, uh, but I, the way I felt, but it's almost as if my, my spirit had left my body in there in total frustration. I fell asleep. I was almost like a, 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 a drug addict, at, you know, in a, in a, in an alleyway, you know, with, uh, in a, you know, uh, that, that just left my body. Unanimated. Yeah. So and I left Not animated anymore. I died but you, or, Oh, and but you still have this And it's stored all over the place, right? But the thing was is that is that the door opened, and I realized that it wasn't. It had nothing to do with um, a barrier. It wasn't a barrier. It was just me not creating it, you know. And and it reminded me of of many years ago. I, I had I was having these incredible. Uh, I was going through a lot of stuff about thirty years ago. 25, 30 years ago, and and I was going through some serious periods of time, and you know, and uh, and and I I was having these anxiety attacks because I was worried they they would just come on me because I had so much stress, and and I and I finally realized what it was that I was afraid of because I would have these visions of emptiness, you know what I mean, of this huge cliff, these voids. All right, this mm-hmm. void in this cliff that I couldn't get over, and that I was like, there was it was all dark, and then it dawned on me, as I you know, it dawned on me one day, as I was sitting there going through this, that all I had to do was create a bridge over the void, from one cliff to the other cliff. All right, and what I did in my mind is I m- created. This bridge, a wormhole. <laughs> it, it was well, it was wormhole, but it was a bridge, and I constructed right. this bridge in my mind. All right, over this dark void. Okay, from one b- 
big cliff. It's like the Grand Canyon, you know. But it was like I was there, and I couldn't get across until I created it. And then I saw myself walking over it as I was creating it in front of me, okay? And I got over to the other side. And once I did that, Maria, I never had anxiety problems again. I never had. It was like I can completely uh, cured that, the, the, those issues because I realized that I there, there was no void. There was nothing I could not um, uh, overcome. All I had to do was create it in my mind, you know, and stop fearing and stop worrying and stop, you know, um, you know, you know, the, all this stuff. And then it, it, it just um, that, that was, it manifested. It was one of the great uh, epith- epiphanies of, of my of my life. All right, that allowed me to, uh, you know, ever since that point, I never worried about not being able to cross over these barriers or break through these barriers because it was all in my head. You know what I mean? And I could do it. And and you know, to to this day, I, I still break through or cross over and create. If I if I see these voids, I just walk. You know, create a bridge over them. You know, in my mind. And uh, and I guess that's how I I I I did this transdimensional travel uh, that we're talking about now because it allowed me to just cross over. You know, cross through these barriers and um, and 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 travel. You know, and get through. And go through the next one, and go through the next one, and there's never, no matter what I come across, I can always create another bridge. You know what I mean? And walk over it. So I don't know, that, that, that's my experience. But now uh, you you do the same thing in your own way, in your own you know, uh, by manifesting those 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 thoughts and and actions. Well, you, know? you know, Leo, we we spoke of this many times, but it's the imagination on how mm-hmm. to conquer what appears to be a barrier or an expectation that seems to exactly. not yeah. And imagination is image in. Take yeah. the image, bring it in. So imagination, you built a bridge over that void, and the cosmic laws must, energy follows thought, must manifest for you. So. Exactly. With your imagination and the uncertainty or the, uh, what you said you had fears, well, certain tensions are very, very necessary. People are going to feel tension when they, they first go into the inner realms if they're not used to it. Tension is for tuning. So right. when people have tension, not to get off your, your great experience there, but imagination is what brings one to the accumulation of the results, the inequality the growth and what they call tensity. That tensity means tension. If you could yes. visualize a guitar, and if you have a guitar string that is very, very loose, there's no tension on it at all. If you go to pluck that, or I think that's the word you use, or you yeah. go to, to, to pick at it, uh, there's not going to be any sound. So the tighter, the more tension that's put on that guitar string, that vibration comes out. That and, sound. And, and 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 once you fine tune it, you get this perfect harmony, this perfect melody, this perfect, you know. And you can play all day the long. Rhythm. Uh, yes, and melody on these incredible uh, tight uh, strings, you know. And and it's like you know, I um, that, that 
I, I guess that's what uh, that, that's what allowed me to calm down, all right, over the many years, and uh, you know to understand that any any barrier that I face is something that I've created, and that I can create a way through it as well, you know. And, but we could and, have obstructive expectancy. That's also a barrier, things that obstruct us. Obstructive, exactly. you know, being obstructive is basically the ego trying yeah. to, to spin and, and things of that nature. But in your particular case, and when I, when I talk about the different vibrations and right. uh, different experiments and what that tension that you had, or let's say even explosive that it was... Uh, what did you say you had these um, shocks? What would you call them? These oh, periods. Well, they're, periods that they're uh, anxiety attacks. That, like, that, I'm like sorry. Your, I, I, I don't even use my vocabulary, so I lost no, it. No, no, no. It's, 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 like, I, I it's hard to explain, but um, you, you're, when you're, it's, it's like your, your mind uh, and your body kind of a short circuit. Yeah, because yeah they're not, your, not working that, that, in unison. Right. No, the stress, your stress, you're 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 freaking out over something, you know, like, oh God, uh, you know, yeah, this or that, whatever, whatever it is. But it's all of a sudden, um, everything comes at you at one moment, and and your body just kind of goes through this. You hyperventilate, you know, and you sweat, and you 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 feel like you're gonna have a heart attack, and you're oh my God, it's all it's all this stuff that just freaking you out. It's like you're you're short circuit circuiting. And then, That's what they would but, call a sluggish expectation. You know, as far as expectation goes, there's three levels, like the triad. The right. expectations are uh, a sluggish one would be like smoldering coals, right? And right. Uh, dark one, the chaos of the dark only brings harm to space. That's fear and fear and fear. But yeah. vigilant expectations that the, that you're ready to manifest. You have the readiness to accept anything new at any moment, at any hour. You brought yourself to that inner quality of expectancy and that growth, uh, that growth brought that tension so that you could build and call in the imagination to exactly. rescue oh, that I, I fear agree. or that sluggish energy. Like, what the hell is going on, you know? And, and I realized that it was my own anxiety, okay, my own exactly. fear, my own um, fear of the unknown, fear of uh, doom and gloom, you know, uh, whatever, whatever it might be, um, and 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 that that just all of a sudden, all of these heavy, heavy thoughts and heavy weights of decision, you know, fell on me at one time, one moment. And it just like short circuited my 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 brain and my body, and it's like it wasn't until I I, I, I like calmed myself down and then realized that what the hell am I doing? Why why am I doing what's happening? All right, and I realized oh, I'm I'm going through something that, that doesn't make any sense here, you know. Voluntary then, at the moment. Yeah. It, when it you have an anxiety attack, it's not a voluntary thing. It's involuntary. That's voluntary. where the the uncertainty uh, and the fear and, and all those uh, things oh, you spoke about. Like, yeah, this was like almost uh, 30 years ago, and I, right. 25 years ago, 30 years ago. And, and, and I had, 
you know, I I had gone through a divorce. I was going through a business failure. Oh my God! It was like everything was coming down on on top of me all at one time. You know, and 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 it's almost like I I was going, what the hell? You know, what did I? You know, how do I break out of this thing? And then when I, once I realized that it that it was my own thoughts that were generating this insanity, this or, or this uh, this uh, disruption of my nervous system and my breathing in my, you know, everything. I'm going, holy hell, Leo, you, you got to calm down. So I did, and I, and, I, and I calmed down, and I breathed heavily, and I took it easy, and I, and I just kind of drew it. And that's when I realized, okay, how, that's when I saw the void, I told you. That's when I saw the darkness, and then I was able to create a bridge over that void, okay, and bring light to that darkness in, in my own mind. And after that, but, I never, and, ever had a problem again with any of those things. You know, it was like once I realized that I was my own flashlight, you know what I mean? Uh, that, it was, yeah, you know, it was like... I it is, yeah, once it happens, you don't lose it because you become part of that oneness with the experience. Yeah, you do, and and you realize it's like... Oh wow! I could have just turned this flashlight on. I would have been fine. You know what I mean? But you. you but you weren't you, ready. Yeah. <laughs> you had to. You know. And call it forth. And and yeah. you did a great job, by the way. You, uh, you, you built. I was able to have that. You know, and and your yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I don't, I'd I like never to, have it again. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to um, leave your your listeners with a thought to ponder on. I don't know when okay. when the show ends, but this is something important for when they sit still and uh, ask to have these experiences and move beyond the consciousness that they're at. A okay. very, very um, important statement for oneself would be, my increasing mental facilities are for mm-hmm. serving humanity better. This way you're Ooh. not beating ego when you do this, because sometimes when we do this, and I remember even myself when I had some psychic experiences at a very young age, and people would say, how did you know it? And they would give me feedback. I would get so excited. Oh, I was right, you know. Now okay. it's just, you just present it. So you want to make sure that that increasing mental facilities, psychic facilities, and all of these are really for serving humanity better, and the ego won't block it or try to choose it or swallow it as a whole like it belongs to your ego. Remember, the ego is the barrier between uh, the physical reality of ourselves and these uh, interdimensional and transdimensional states oh, of being. And, and, and it's all, the ego is fear. The ego is um, pride. The ego is whatever it is, but it but it's always it is the barrier, you know, between you and um you know, the enlightenment. You know, so once you once you can put it to bed and uh, you know, that's probably a good way to look at it. Put it to bed and start dreaming without it, you know what I mean? Uh you yes. you'll be a, you'll be in a much better place. And it's living, very powerful. And become familiar without. with with your thought process, and you'll believe you'll be able to put particular thoughts on a diet, so it doesn't interfere with your work with uh, being a co-worker in humanity. Exactly, exactly. And with that, I I, I say, well, yeah, that was an, a wonderful show tonight. Thank you very so much. Fast. You know, you're <laughs> most 
Yeah, really, really. I, 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 I'm enjoying this, this so much. These program, these programs, and I, uh, I think we're, I think we're covering so much ground. Um, um, and I don't know of too many programs that talk about this, uh, but um, you know, I, I, and I just wanted to uh, remind people that we are. Uh, both writing this stuff down in, in ways and, and, and working on developing a full book that will be available sometime in the future. And uh, But uh, um, thank you so much, Maria. And, uh, well, Leo, it's a pleasure. And again, my, uh, I'm very grateful that we mentioned George and grateful for the opportunity to share and, yeah. uh, and uh, welcome anybody who would like to be a co-worker with humanity and help themselves evolve. Help themselves evolve, yeah. That's what we're trying to do. So uh, yeah. thank you so much, Maria, and uh, have a pleasant thank evening. And uh, and um, uh, say hi to Sal. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and have, a, have a pleasant night, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks soon. again. Okay. Yeah, thanks, uh, Lila, again. And uh, for all well. the listeners, tune in again because we always have something to talk about. <laughs> oh, we'll be, we'll be traveling on here next week. So, all right. So, good night, Maria. And, uh, good night, Leo. Be good. Bye-bye. Bye. And, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, please, uh, you know, uh, tell your friends about the show. And, uh, you know, this will be uh, uh, played uh, available in archive. Uh, so right afterwards, so uh, enjoy. And again, Maria, thank you so much. Good night, Good night now.